Here is Kyle Dubas back on Leafs Lunch. How you doing, Kyle? Hey, I'm good, guys. How are you today? We're doing well. Uh, we're very intrigued with what's going on with the Marlies and, and a lot of the prospects throughout the uh, organization, and that's why we really wanted to catch up with you. And let's begin with the Marlies here. Again, 8-3 and three out of the gate. Uh, have they met expectations, exceeded expectations? How would you break down the first 11 games? Well, it's It's been interesting. I mean, our, our record is is very good, which is nice. And, uh, you know, I, I think in, in some of the games um, – that have been a challenge for us. We've made things a lot harder on ourselves than, than we need to um, just in the, in the way that we're playing and allowing, um, you know, allowing the opposition to kind of hem us in a little bit, but it, it, of late, especially the last two games in Hartford and Albany, uh, they're, they're much older and bigger teams. We've obviously made the commitment as an organization to, to uh, go with a younger group and, and put our, our top prospects in situations uh, that, they might not normally be in, and when that happens and they we get in against some bigger, stronger teams, it could be a bit of a challenge, but especially of late, those players have been uh, have been rising to that challenge, and especially the last two games in Hartford and Albany have been very good. Kyle, has, how has the transition for Sheldon Keefe been as far as coming to the pro ranks and how he's been able to communicate with the young players in, in, at, di- at a different level? Uh, I think the focus... Uh, with Sheldon, in, in he and I have talked about it. I like talked about it in the summer, and we talk about it seems every day here, which has been it's been a lot of fun. But uh, for him, I think the focus has been on continuing to always challenge himself to focus on the development part of it. In, in Sault Ste. Marie, you know, it, it, the development part was it didn't even need to be said. Of course, you knew that you you needed to develop the players, but there was in junior there seems to be more of a focus on on winning and the pressure is more on winning in, in junior, even though obviously, yes, it's about development here. We've been really pushing ourselves to focus on the process of, of how every player plays in addition to how our team is playing and really, really key in on the development of each player. And he's, I know even throughout this week on the road, he's had, um, you know, half a dozen players in every day for extended video sessions and, breaking down their game, what they do well, where they need to go, uh, all in an attempt to obviously uh, have the players ready for when they're called up to the Leafs. Kyle, we talk about William Nylander a lot. He's got five goals and five assists uh, for 10 points in 10 games. Uh, where is he at as far as you're concerned? Is it is it dominant play? Is it is it just very good? Where is he at as far as you're concerned? I think he's been, I mean, William has been good. He's playing center um, and he's playing against the other team's best center of the game and depending on what team you play that's either a top prospect much like he is or it's an older veteran uh, american hockey league center that's anywhere from 27 to however many years old that's a lot bigger and stronger than william so he's it's it's come with his challenges but that to me is exciting and he's been uh, an excellent student of the game with with sheldon he watches more video than anybody on our team he knows where he needs to get better and we're trying to develop him into a, a very high-end NHL two-way center here. So it comes with its bumps, but his offensive production has been good. Uh, his ability to recognize where he needs to get better is, is amongst the best I've ever seen in a player, either a junior or, or a pro. He knows exactly where he needs to improve, and, and he and Sheldon are working towards doing that. But offensively, uh, he's been very dynamic uh, at times, and he continues to improve in his play defensively. And when I say that, it's just playing as little on defense as possible, being able to come in, uh, separate uh, the opposition player from the puck and get the puck moving back up the ice and then sustaining offense in the offensive zone. So he's he's coming along very well, and uh, there's a lot to like about William. 
We're chatting with Kyle Dubas, uh, assistant GM of the Maple Leafs. He's traveling with the Marlies. They're in Utica tonight. They're off to a great start, 8-3 and three on the season. What has to happen for William Nylander to uh, get called up to the big team this year? I, I think he, I mean, for, for William, and I think the same for a lot of the younger guys here, Brian, he needs to uh, continue to show game after game and for long stretches that he's mastered this level and everything that's going to be expected of him uh, when he gets up with the Leafs uh, as a center iceman. Um, that includes in his own zone, uh, coming back low, supporting the puck, transitioning the puck up the ice very quickly, uh, closing on guys quick defensively, and then when in the offensive zone, putting himself in a spot to not just play off the rush, but but play on offense and extend possessions with multiple shot possessions in the offensive zone. And once he gets to that point and he's getting there, and with a player like William, it's it's a quicker projection than most. I think it'll be deemed that it's it's probably time for him to to have a new challenge with the Leafs. And when that is, um, uh, no one really ever knows. I, I, there's a narrative that you know we're into overdeveloping and. and overbaking the players down here with the Marlies, but we just want them to master what they're going to uh, what they're going to be expected to do with the Leafs and the system they're going to be expected to play with the Leafs for Mike uh, here with the Marlies, and then we'll we'll be, we want to move them on as as quickly as we can when they're ready to go. A lot of focus on William Nylander. Is there a couple other players that maybe we should be focusing on who've uh, progressed really nicely uh, throughout the start of the season here? Sure. I mean, um, you know, up front, Josh Levo, uh, last year, he, like, he just had a little bit of uh, poor puck luck. He generated a lot of shots. They just weren't going in from him. He's actually playing with William now. So the line is uh, Levo, Nylander, and Richard Ponick. They Sheldon put them together last week, and, and they found some good chemistry. Those are two bigger, stronger wingers that, that can work the puck down low, find William, and, and they both have uh, very good skill level, uh, so it's a good combination of three. Uh, Josh uh, has really been been playing with with much better pace than he did last year. Um, he's one of the best players that I've seen at this level with the puck down low. He's able to escape checks and get to the front of the net, and also find uh, find William and find Richard in good spots uh, at the net front and defensively on the defensive zone. While he's been one of our best wingers, if not our best winger, which was an area that he needed to progress in. So Josh, uh, is, you know, he's, he's only uh, 22 years old, but he kind of gets forgotten. Some of the newer guys that have come to the organization, he's been very good. Uh, Nikita Soshnikov, he's found really uh, a really good chemistry with Freddie the Goat, and uh, the two of them have, have been a good combination as well. Nikita's got four goals, and uh, they're both rookie pro. They're both North American uh, pro rookies. Nikita played in the KHL last year, but He's a tenacious winger, plays very, very hard, competes, and can shoot the puck and score. So um, it's been exciting uh, watching those guys develop here early in the year. Kyle, what's up with Freddie the Goat's hat? Is that thing like a? <laughs> is, is that thing take the road or what? Does that stay at home? Is, it, is that a no, thing he, or what? He, he wears it every day, regardless of uh, <laughs> what other attire he has on. He can be wearing track pants and. Uh, a hoodie and he'll have the uh, the fashionable cap on and he just bought another one uh, the other day uh on our day off so he's his uh his collection is expanding and uh i think it looks great on him whatever oh, makes him comfortable it. Yeah. We, we love it man we're we're on we're all over it you know that kyle and, and we've seen him getting some power play minutes too i believe like he's putting up some power play points every once in a while what have, what have you made of uh frederick gochier's game well, he's our primary penalty killer, and he's already in the year, if you're measuring players how far they've come, his ability with the puck 
to, to get it going, move it up the ice. And, and um, you know, I, a lot of people I think were, have been critical of Freddie and his puck skills in the past and his production in the Quebec League. But uh, here and now, I mean, he's showing that, uh, that, he can, that he can take the puck through the neutral zone, cross his feet, generate speed, get into the offensive zone. Um, he plays a lot of PK minutes for us. Uh, Sheldon has tried to, to get him on in some offensive situations in some games as well, and and it's he's it's been exciting to watch uh, to watch Freddie play. I know he's he's uh, maybe not had the you know he's not had the offensive start uh, some of the other more uh, more offensive minded players on our team, but he's played a big role for us, especially in the last couple of weeks, uh, which has been uh, which, which has been fun to watch. How far can you take that as far as development? You say you work on puck skills. Um, but at this stage of someone's career, can can you really develop somebody where the points and assists really pick up steam, Kyle? Uh, I think in in uh, Freddie's case specifically, um, you know, it's it's just trying to get him to where he's he's receiving passes a little bit better, both on his forehand, but primarily on his backhand, making him when when he's moving his feet all the time, Jeff crossing his feet and and getting through the neutral zone with some speed because of his size. It's a tough guy for, it's for people to defend, especially when he's moving laterally. So I don't know what his, what his ultimate upside will be as, uh, in terms of points and whether we can develop that in him. I'm not sure. But if, for us, if he can play in the NHL and start in our defensive zone and carry the puck up the ice against the other team's best players and, and generate shots on net, and, and he's playing with Soshnikov. They were with Kloon before as well, and those guys are – you know, closer to, I think they're both in, in the top six or seven guys we have on, on offense in terms of points still, even though Kloon has, hasn't played here in the last uh, three or four games. Uh, that'd be great for us to have a player uh, like Freddie in that spot. So whether the goals and assists come along, I'm not really sure. But by other things that we, that we measure, he's been awfully effective for us. Uh, with Kyle Dubas, who is uh, traveling with the Marlies. They're in action tonight in Utica. Uh, Antoine Bibeau is up with the big team, and he could end up getting a start tonight uh, or tomorrow, I guess, this weekend at some point uh, if Reimer doesn't get both. Uh, Garrett Sparks had his first shutout of the year a couple of days ago. Take us through their development, uh, the two goalies with the Marlies, Garrett Sparks and Antoine Bibeau. Uh, well, uh, Garrett last year uh, had the best save percentage in the ECHL. He kind of took ownership of that Orlando team, and we ran with Bebo and, and Chris Gibson here. Um, you know, obviously with the trade at the beginning of the year with Gibson headed to uh, the Islanders, it made it very clear who our two goalies were going to be here. Uh, Garrett got off to uh, a tougher start than, than Antoine did, but in his last two starts, uh, Garrett has been outstanding uh, against Grand Rapids last week, and Obviously, with the shutout on Wednesday, and you look at his stats, and I think his save percentage is over 930. Um, both goalies, uh, we feel, have been very solid, especially uh, especially of late. Um, so they're both very young goalies, and we expect it to be a, a, a real competition between them the rest of the season. And uh, hopefully they can both uh, develop to the point where they're in the conversation, uh, whether at some point this year or leading into next uh, training camp, where we can have a goalie develop from the Marlies and, and working with Piero Greco here to going up with the Leafs um, and being a full-time NHL goalie, whether that's as a backup for now or, or we'll see how everything shakes out. But um, they're both young guys. We've, we've turned the ball over to both of them and, and uh, you know, just really waiting for one of them to run with it. With, with, uh, with Jonathan Hurt right now, Bebo is up, and it's very clearly Garrett's 
um, Garrett's job to hold down until Bebo comes back, and then it'll become more of a competition again. But uh, I, I like when there's a goalie competition. I like when uh, the guy has to battle for the net and, and overcome the challenge in that way. I don't just like having it turned over to one guy at this level. I like it. Uh, I like them to always know that there's someone coming up behind them because in both of these guys' case, if they're going to become a number one NHL goalie, they're going to have to win a goalie battle in the future as well. So this is good experience for them and getting ready for that. Always appreciate you taking time. Enjoy tonight. We'll do it again soon. Thank you, Kyle. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.